You are listening to the seventh episode of Tara Ateneo, Usap Tayo. For today's discussion, we join Janine Balahadia and Maxine Salita in discussing the interconnectedness of public health and the environment, as well as the impact of our individual actions. Janine, take it away. everyone, I'm Janine Balahadia from 2BS Health Sciences and you're listening to Tara Ateneo Usap Tayo. With us today is Maxine Salita, a student from the Ateneo School of Medicine and Public Health and Minimum Waste Advocate to share with us actions that we can do on our own personal level to help limit our carbon footprint. So Maxine, first of all, how are you? Hello, um, I'm doing okay. I just came from a major exam. so. Um, I hope my face doesn't show how tired I am. <laughs> But yeah, I'm really good. How about you? I'm good, thank you. So there will be three questions, and first is as follows: As a graduate of the Health Sciences program and a current ASMPH student, the environment may be quite far off from the topic of your course. How have you entered into this advocacy in the first place? Actually. Uh, I think I beg to differ. So before, when I entered the both the public health and the environment advocacy, um, when I was still learning about those two, I thought these were two separate interests or entities. But it was actually my course, Health Sciences, so our course, <laughs> which taught me that, no, these two sectors are actually very much intertwined, not just with each other, but with other factors like politics, education, culture, etc. Uh, my course introduced me to the biopsychosocial model. So, do you guys know what that is? No, not yet. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> or joke. Baka ilan natin mas kona. Anyway, <laughs> this uh, biopsychosocial model recognizes that health and wellness are shaped by a complex interaction of biological, psychological, and social variables. Basically, if you're if you're a doctor and you're trying to figure out the disease of a patient, you can't judge them alone as an individual. The context in which their symptoms occur is just as important as the symptoms themselves. So you have to try to analyze your patient, then you analyze his or her family, his community, society, and environment to get a better understanding of your patient. And doing this will be able to help you diagnose their disease more accurately. Because there may be factors in their environment that affect their health. If your patient lives in a clean environment, They are, of course, they're more likely to remain healthy and to live longer, right? I got into this advocacy because I was very interested in how public health and the environment relate. If I'm not mistaken, the WHO said that nearly one in four deaths are actually due to environmental factors. For example, there are actually millions of people who die due to NCDs or non-communicable diseases, which are linked to air pollution or Infectious diseases may be due to people not having access to clean water, sanitation, and waste management. They're very intertwined. <laughs> having said that um, those two factors are intertwined, I'd just like to ask, why do you think talking about climate change is still relevant, especially in terms of public health? As humans, we're vulnerable to climate change. One of the most obvious effects are the rising temperatures. But it's summer now, and if you haven't noticed, it's very hot. <laughs> um, as in, I could just be sitting at my desk with the aircon on, and I'd still sweat. 
it's I don't know it's that hot or like my aircon's not that good <laughs> and extreme weather events may be linked to increased respiratory and cardiovascular diseases so that's one the the health impact um, next there's food security so food security is already already an issue and will continue to worsen if we don't do anything about the climate crisis so for example changes in rainfall or heat like on El Nino these can cause a decrease in crop yields which lessens our food supply and of course having less fresh food and healthy food to eat will affect our nutrition and health and then a third effect or like a third thing that shows how interconnected these two are well climate change is a factor that influences the distribution of diseases carried by vectors like mosquitoes and ticks if i'm not mistaken climate variability can cause these vectors to adapt and possibly increase incidence rates it's like how right now in north america I think there's an increase in the number of vector-borne cases like Lyme disease. I think that's the one Justin Bieber had uh, or has. Ola lang. <laughs> so yeah, those two. Um, yeah, that shows why climate change is still relevant and connected to public health. Having said all these, I'd just like to ask as well, um, what can we do in our everyday life in a more individual level? What can we do to live more sustainably in terms of energy consumption at an individual level? Okay, as someone who advocates for minimal waste, I really believe in like minimizing consumption wherever you can. So first, think twice before shopping. Like even if your IG and Facebook ads have been targeting you for like how many weeks now and you're so tempted to buy it, always think about it first. I subscribe to the 5Rs now, so you know the Reduce, Reuse, Recycle. There's an updated version, it's Refuse, Reduce, Reuse, Recycle, and Repurpose. Remember that every product we buy has an environmental footprint no matter how eco-friendly these are marketed to be. For example, bamboo toothbrushes. I mean, yeah, they seem like a good idea. They seem better than your normal plastic toothbrushes. But remember that like the bristles are still plastic. You still have to dispose of the packaging. Materials are consumed to create these products. And then pollution is emitted when these items are manufactured or and shipped to your door. And then most packaging materials end up in the landfill anyway. Like even if a lot of these are starting to be branded as compostable and biodegradable, how many of consumers actually know how to dispose of these properly? Right? Like how many of these items actually get composted? Are like biodegraded and actually disappear, disappear to become zero waste. So yeah, think twice before shopping. And then, like I said earlier, minimize consumption whenever and wherever you can. I really encourage my friends who ask me to start small, like turn off the lights and the water tap when not in use, or make pasabay with your friends to reduce packaging materials and delivery fee, or the blah. Yeah, so start small, and then. I think if you have to get around, like to reduce energy consumption, try to drive less. I think Pinoy culture is really just about driving, right? Or like booking a booking a grab again. And especially now that we're in a pandemic and it's it could be unsafe to use public transport. More and more people are using their cars, right? Like to do errands or whatnot. But I hope that when it's safer or when more provisions are built, people get encouraged to maybe walk, bike, 
carpool and use public transport. And that's kind of in line with my fourth recommendation. If you want to reduce energy consumption, it's demand better from our government. Because for me, the quickest way to address climate change is really to research, campaign, and vote for leaders who have the same agenda. It's in our social determinants of health, which is like one of the most basic things um, you learn in health science. That politicians, like leadership, government, it has a big role in enforcing health and environmental interventions. So if you want change to happen, you should go to the people who are in the highest power to do so. So, yes, <laughs> those are my suggestions. Thank you, Maxine. To recap on what was said earlier, again, health and wellness are shaped by the biopsychosocial model. And we should analyze one's family, community, society, and also their environment. Climate change affects the disease carried around. And uh, we should all think twice before consuming things and let's minimize consumption and let us demand better from our government officials so that we can solve this climate crisis as soon as possible. Let's raise the discourse together. I am Janine Balahadia. Saulitin. Taratineyo Usap Tayo is a culmination project for Envite 10, Introduction to Environmental Science under Sir Paul Segarra. All relevant public health policies of the Ateneo de Manila University and the Republic of the Philippines were observed in its recording. Like what you hear? Follow us on Facebook at Taratineyo Usap Tayo.